Caught amidst the turmoil, Felix attempts to explain himself as he tries to make sense of his new predicament. As his wife Sandra questions his role in this unfortunate scene, Felix shows no remorse. As is the case with many infidelity cases, lives and family integrity are ruined because of uncontrolled lust. Everybody's going to know you draw the pieces. You are. Let everybody know. You say you're working and this is what you do. Can you speak with her for a moment? I thought you said you were not with him. Then you, you knew he was married, didn't you? And don't be calling me because I already talked talk to Bilo and told him that you be calling me all the time, so don't be calling me. We already went through this one time. Stop doing all the private calls because I'm going to call the company and tell them you're harassing me. I'm going to call Channel A and Bilo and TSCN, whatever the company that you work for. This is our sister. She's the one that did the whole hookup thing, knowing that he was married. Yes, you did. You knew he was married. You knew he was married. And you did the whole thing. You knew. Yes, you did. My kids can say my newborn son to you with the outfit. That you Remember when you gave him an outfit? You bought my son an outfit? Huh? And you know what? If you just knew what Phyllis told me about you and your newborn son, okay? And you know. If I was you, I'd just please, okay? No, if I was you, uh, I'd just please. No. Well, is that, I'm nothing to hide. I'm nothing to hide. Okay? And I already have charges. What? What do I do? What? what and what did she do to me? Did she scratch me? Huh? Did she scratch me? Huh? That's right. What's right? Is it right for a uh, woman to be with a married man? What can she just tell him? Just hey. All I wanted for him is to be honest with me. This is not necessary. What do you know? Do you realize you don't know what's anything. happening? He tells me every... You know what he told me about well, you? you know your baby is not your husband. That's what he told me about you. That you you have an affair with somebody okay. from Fiesta? Really? Okay. Yes, really. What's happening here? is you have two people that are, are relying on the word of a third person who obviously can't be honest to anyone. Where is he? He ran. Exactly. And that, exactly. And that should tell us enough. I don't control her life. I didn't hook them up. I didn't introduce That's not what he told me, though. Exactly. That's not what I told him just right now. I said, put it some... That's what I told him right now. All right, guys. Do you think he's going to come home tonight? I hope not. I'm thinking he's probably going to go and I go crazy. I hope he doesn't. I might understand that I have my mom's house somewhere else. Family members. If there was something that you didn't get a chance to say to Felix, what would it have been? Yes, I hope it was worth it. You know, I hope 15 years and three kids and all the been, everything that we've been through, it was worth it, you know, and, and I just... It could have been, you know, in a different way he would have been honest with me. And when I had to be this nasty and this extreme, he would just talk to me, you know. A new life starts for me and my kids. And, you know, from now on it's going to be happiness. I'm going to try to make the best for them and make them happy, you know. So. To learn more about this and other cases, log on to Cheaters.com. After the confrontation, Sandra considers how her decisions will affect her family. Stay tuned as Cheaters unveils her final decision on the matter. But coming up next, Cheaters presents Rita Bronwyn. Rita returns to discuss how her emotions took over during the confrontation with ex-boyfriend Devin. Rita Bronwyn, age 26. Rita returns to share her perspective on the night she confronted her cheating boyfriend. 
when we first arrived and I got out the van and I seen him sitting next to her, I tried to hold back everything I could, but I couldn't. I just want to run up and just hurt him because he hurt me and I just wanted him to feel the same way that I felt. And I, I just couldn't believe that it, this could happen to me. And it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Come on, Rita. Come on, Rita. Now's your time. Devin, I'm Joey Grekowicz. Is this me? Matt, is that what you got going on over here, man? Who is this bitch, man? No, man. No, partner. Let me know something. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. After everything went down, I went home by myself, and I thought about everything that happened, and I was like, I really don't need this. This is too much. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to go through that. That's some things I shouldn't have to go through. Tell me something, what's really going on? No, no, what's really going on? No, we can talk about this now. We can talk about this now, right now. Where we going together? Oh, well, you should have thought about that. We can talk about it. You doing it now, so talk about it now. Well, actually, he called me. Well, actually, I called him, and he returned to my call. And um, we talked. We had a long talk. It was painful at first, and then I'm like, I can't make him stay. Can't make him do what he don't want to do. So I was like, it's time for me to move on. You know what I'm saying? You, I, you didn't know, I didn't know for sure if I was gonna get back with my baby mama or not. So she was you a know, safety valve. I'm not, I'm not questioning I mean, she that. left you once, what make you think she ain't gonna do it again? She I ain't going nowhere. I'm, I'm not, not even talking, talking to you. you. I'm, I'm not even talking, talking to you. But I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to you. But I ain't talking to you. But I ain't talking to you. I did meet someone after Devin, and we're still together today. So, actually, that little episode me and Devin was going through, it worked out for the better. Because I am in love with this man that I'm with now. You don't know All you had to do was tell me. All you had to do was tell me. You didn't want to be like that. I put her in yesterday. It ain't got to be like that. That's how you made it. Is it unfair for her to expect the truth from you? It's unfair. No, is it? But I didn't know. I didn't know me and my girl. I didn't know me she was going to get back together or not, though. You can't think that that's the best option that you have. That ain't the best option, but I don't want no, I don't want all this. Look at all these people's out here like this, man. Look oh, nobody, up. oh, nobody wants this. You could have stopped this a long time ago. It's not, just by being Don't act like you care because you don't. I care. You didn't care, but you don't care about me and my feelings. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this later on. You should, all right. If you ain't got time for me now, you ain't got time for me never. And that's just what that is. Love is something I will always believe in, but I have to be, a, I'll be a little skeptical at first. Don't fall right off into it. Let time take its place. Seeking solace after the emotional confrontation, Heather Linsky put the future of her relationship in Faith's hands. Heather hopes for a long, prosperous life with Mr. Corelli, admitting she still loves him dearly. 
Although difficult, she's willing to forgive all transgressions if he remains faithful. Heather insists that Mr. Corelli was seduced and simply was not strong enough to resist the temptation represented by Ms. Buckles. To the contrary, Mr. Corelli says that he's had about enough of Heather's insanity and cannot wait to cut all ties with the person he calls a psycho. Once enamored of Heather, Mr. Corelli declares that she used to be such a beautiful girl with an intelligent level head. Unsure of where things went wrong, Mr. Corelli assumes that her wiring got crossed as a result of a change in her prescribed dosage of antidepressants. After learning of Mr. Corelli's relationship with Heather, Jamie Buckles makes no further plans with him. Most uncomfortable with the situation, Ms. Buckles admits she can identify with Heather and does not fault her for the actions she took. Jamie now questions the moral character of Mr. Corelli in light of the way he treats his girlfriend. Carefully considering all possible options, Sandra Ruiz reveals her intention to give Felix one more chance at redemption. Sandra feels that breaking up the family may cause irreparable damage to the children and wants to avoid any future regrets. Still, Sandra insists that Felix must adhere to several non-negotiable conditions before agreeing to long-term reconciliation. On the plus side, she notes that his behavior after the confrontation is greatly improved, but realizes that only time will truly tell. Embarrassed by his stupidity, Felix Ruiz emphasizes the importance of his family and offers a very somber apology with a promise of faithfulness. Felix admits the recklessness of his actions, but insists the affair was meaningless. In hindsight, Felix now believes that getting busted by cheaters is just what he needed to realize how his actions were affecting those he loves. Mr. Ruiz's companion refused all offers to comment on her involvement in the case. If you suspect infidelity in your relationship and would like Cheaters assistance, you may contact Cheaters by web at www.cheaters.com or by post to Cheaters, 4516 Lovers Lane, Suite 104, Dallas, Texas 75225 or by toll-free telephone at 1-800-CHEATERS. That's 1-800-243-2837. Investigative services are free with your cooperation if your case is one that qualifies for inclusion in an episode of Cheaters. All investigators who provide services for cheaters are licensed in the respective state of their service. Are you tired of being cheated on? Visit www.nocheatersdate.com and create your own profile in our online community. It's a fun and easy way to meet faithful singles in your area. Cheaters was created by Bobby Goldstein. Radio adaptation by John Early. You've been listening to Cheaters Radio, a copywritten property of Bobby Goldstein Productions, 2006.